Hey there, all my writing warriors and artistic artisans, and welcome back to the Heart Podcast, the podcast all about expressing the art on your heart. I'm your host, Sashi J. June is Alzheimer's Awareness Month. Alzheimer's, which most people know, is a brain issue where we tend to start forgetting things, especially as we get older. But of course, there is also early offset Alzheimer's. So here are a few tips on how to prevent Alzheimer's before it's too late. Prevention methods are to take care of your heart. Of course, the best ways to take care of your heart are through cardio exercises, not doing things like smoking cigarettes, and having a healthy diet. The other way is to take care of your brain, of course. The best ways to take care of your brain are to read. Make sure you get plenty of sleep. Take care of your mental health. Do brain games like jigsaw puzzles, card games, etc. Stay social. And of course, always be safe. Protect your brain. Wear your seatbelt or a helmet when you go bike riding or roller skating or anything else that you know can keep your brain safe. So, in honor of Alzheimer's Awareness Month, I'm going to read some submissions that talk about brain safety, people who have relatives that have dealt with Alzheimer's, people who've dealt with early offset Alzheimer's, etc. Oh, before I forget. Another way that we can also keep our brain safe and take care of it, as well as try to help jog our memory, is to do things like keeping a journal. Sometimes when you do things like keep a journal or just write daily, it really helps you to jog your memory on things that have happened in the recent days. So with that being said, we're going to move on to our first piece. All about memory. My brain doesn't do what I want it to do. It's so hard recalling the slightest thing and it makes life miserable. I don't know how much more of this I can take. I feel alone in my struggles, this battle that I can't fight because I can't remember the fight even exists. What am I supposed to do when I can't even hold my fondest memory of you, my only little one, who I love more than words can say, but can't even remember that I love you every day. I can't imagine how you must feel days when you walk into my room and I don't remember who you are. And all I can do is ask that you'll forgive me for the things that I can't control. So, as most of us know, there is no cure for Alzheimer's, but there are medications and strategies to manage and even temporarily improve the symptoms that come with Alzheimer's. Of course, the earlier you you catch it, the better that these things can help you. 
So please make sure you are checking in with your doctor as often as possible, especially if you feel that you are starting to have memory lapses and things like that, to make sure that you catch it before it's too late so you can start prevention or methods as, not prevention methods, so you can start with strategies and medications as soon as possible. So next we have a reading from an excerpt from the story Memory Wall by Anthony Dole. This is from the story Tall Man in the Yard. 74-year-old Alma Cognac lives in Redenhope, a suburb above Cape Town, a place of warm rains, big-windowed lofts, and silent predatory automobiles. Behind her garden, table mountains rise. Behind her garden, table mountain rises huge, green, and corrugated. Beyond her kitchen balcony, a thousand city lights wink in the gutter behind sheets of fog like candle flames. One night in November, at three in the morning, Alma wakes up to hear the rape gate across her front door rattle open and someone enter her house. Her arms jerk. She spills a glass of water across the nightstand. A floorboard in the living room shrieks. She hears what might be breathing. Water drips onto the floor. Alma manages a whisper. Hello? A shadow flows across the hall. She hears the scrape of a shoe on the staircase, then nothing. Night air blows into the room. It smells of frangipani and charcoal. Alma presses a fist over her heart. Beyond the balcony windows, moonlit pieces of clouds drift over the city. Spilled water creeps toward her bedroom door. Who's there? Is someone there? The grandfather clock in the living room pounds through the seconds. Almost pulse booms in her ears. Her bedroom seems to be rotating very slowly. Harold? Alma remembers that Harold is dead, but she cannot help herself. Harold? Another footstep from the second floor. Another protest from the floorboard. What might be a minute passes. Maybe she hears someone descend the staircase. It takes her another full minute to summon the courage to shuffle into the living room. Her front door is wide open. The traffic light at the top of the tree street flashes yellow. 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 The leaves are hushed. The house is dark. She heaves the rape gate shut. Slams the door. Sets the bolt and peers out the window to tease. Within twenty seconds, she is at the hall table, fumbling with a pen. A man, she writes. Tall man in the yard. Alma stands barefoot and wiggles up the wiggles in the upstairs bedroom with a flashlight. The clock down in the living room ticks and ticks, winding up the night. A moment ago Alma was. She is certain doing something very important. Something life and death, but now she cannot remember what it was. The one window is ajar. The guest bed is neatly made, the coverlet smooth. On the nightstand sits a machine the size of a microwave oven, marked property of Cape Town Memory Research Center. Three cables spiraling off it connect to something that looks vaguely like a bicycle helmet. The wall in front of Alma is smothered with scraps of paper, diagrams, maps, ragged sheets, swarming with scribbles. Shining among the papers are hundreds of plastic cartridges, each with the size of a matchbook, engraved with a four-digit number and pinned on the wall through a single hole. The beam of Alma's flashlight settles on a color photograph of a man walking out of the sea. 
She fingers its edges. The man's pants are rolled to the knees. His expression is part grimace, part grin. Cold water. Across the photo in handwriting she knows to be hers is the name Harold. She knows this man. She can close her eyes and recall the pink flush of his gums. The folds in his throat, his big knuckled hands. He was her husband. Some of the cartridges have her handwriting on them, too. Printed below the numbers, Museum, Funeral, Party at Hattie's. Alma blinks. She has no memory of writing on little cartridges or tearing out pages of books and tacking things on the wall. She sits on the floor in her nightgown, legs straight out. A gust rushes through the window and the scraps of paper come alive, dancing, tugging at their pins. Loose pages eddy across the carpet. The cartridges rattle slightly. Out the window, beyond the crowns of the palms, beyond the city lights, the ocean is washed in moonlight. Then shadow. Moonlight, then shadow. A helicopter ticks past. The palms flutter. Alma looks down. There is a slip of paper in her hand. A man, it says. Tall man in the yard. And real quick, before we finish up, I would like to also add that if you would like to donate or just need help or looking for a hotline to help you manage or find others who are dealing with the things you're going through when it comes to Alzheimer's, you can go and look up the Alzheimer's Association, ALZ.org, where they have the Alzheimer's Association donation, or you can donate to Finding a Cure Research. You can also find support groups there as well as at alzheimers.com and you can call their hotline 800-272-3900 if you are looking for help support or just groups there you can find people who are also dealing with some of the same issues you may be dealing with alzheimer's affects people's lives in a very negative way a lot of the time and it also affects those around them it's a deterioration in our brain which of course affects our mental health because Mentally, it's hard and very stressful dealing with constantly forgetting the things you're supposed to do, people's names, and everything like that. And Alzheimer's patients do tend to have huge bouts of depression and sometimes even taking their own life. So please let's encourage people getting the help they need. Let's encourage trying to catch these things early before it's too late. And let's encourage donating to find a cure. All right, everybody, so thank you for turning into this week's episode of The Heart Podcast. If you have a piece of art that you'd like to submit, you can email me at tashi.j.talent. That's T-O-S-H-I period J period T-A-L-E-N-T at gmail.com and share your heart with us. Submissions can be written or pre-recorded. And remember, you are the most influential person to someone. And I will see you next week. Going crazy, maybe that's the truth. Maybe praying is what I need to do, but my head says I don't even believe in you. Who am I really even talking to? I'm going crazy, maybe that's the truth. I hate myself, but I'm still free. So I hope the freedom kills me.